Happy Independence Day, people. You're welcome to Create or Die Trying with Sagat. Thank you for tuning in on Facebook and Instagram Live. Happy Independence Day, my people. Now, a special shout out to all the street presidents out there, people of the Nigeria Republic, the people creating change, people impacting life, people growing, no matter what. Okay, we are the ones that rule Niger, my people. Our destiny is in our own hands. We are Nigeria, not this piece of land that we walk on. That's not what Nigeria is. We, the people, are the Nigerians. We are the Nigeria that exists. May our collective pepe, all our collective pepe rest. So, my people, you know, pepe matters. All right. All right. Thank you very much. Thanks again for tuning in on today's episode. It's a wonderful, wonderful, and so great having you guys here today. It's, it's amazing that, um, I mean, like last year, towards the end of last year, uh, Chris and I try and fell on Christmas Day and then on uh, New Year's Day. So now we have Independence Day falling on a creator dry trying Monday. So I guess it's going to be a wonderful, wonderful day as it takes. Thanks very much for tuning in. How is your day going? I hope um, the Independence Blues hasn't come to you like maybe you're all over the place partying right now, jumping all over the place and saying things. Well, whatever it is, remember we rule this place. We are street presidents all right thank you very much again for tuning in um it's independence day okay and it's not just a time for us to celebrate i know a lot of people have said this and it's all over the place that it's not just about uh shouting out and celebrating about um nigeria and what we're doing here it's a day to look back and then look forward all right i mean what next how do we go from where we are here to there where we want to be how do we all as individuals fit in? What are our individual roles? What are we supposed to do in this? You know, to be honest, when we ask these questions deeply and then look at it consistently, we will be able to come up with answers that helps us to impact our environment and be the change that is in all of us, okay? That we can all bring out that greatness that is us, all right? Thank you very much. On Instagram, we have Peda Comics tuning in, waving. Ariette, this Ariette self. Hey, Ariette, it's been a while. Thanks for tuning in. Happy Independence Day, my people. Uh, quite a lot of people, uh, I think, well, maybe people are just still busy eating rice and whatnot. Nobody's actually showing up on Facebook right here, but we are here anyway. Okay. Um, if you, are, if you are just tuning in for the first time, for those, I'm seeing some comments on Facebook, people are just tuning in. Uh, thanks for tuning in. And if you, missed any of our, if you missed any of our past episodes, just get to my page and you can watch the past episodes or you can look uh, to listen to the podcast on www.anchor.fm. That's A-N-C-H-O-R.fm. Okay, so let's look at today's topic in spite of the independence Buzz going on out there. Okay, yeah, somebody just, uh, yeah, I saw that point there. There's a message separately sent to me about the share out here, right? Yeah, that is from the office of the street president of Nigeria Republic. You know, yeah, that is where we are. Okay, now let's face the topic of the day social media and creativity. How does it affect you? All right. We know, yes, you have a Facebook or Instagram or Twitter account. You know, you get your likes, you get comments, you get all kinds of views and all whatnot. But what does all that mean for you as a creative person? How does it affect the price of fish in the market, like they say, you know? Um, how does it impact your creativity and your pocket ultimately? Because in all our activities in life, we have discussed and we know that as creative persons, we're only able to create more when our creativity is being 
uh, impacted immediately. Um, as it's impacting our pockets and our lives, as well as the lives of white people out there in the middle of the world. Okay, quite a lot of comments out there. Emmanuel Joseph, woo! All right, people tuning in on Facebook. Casey Okonkwo, uh, Carlo Kese, Chima, and Peter Chisoba Daniel join. Emmanuel Joseph Moses says, Happy Independent Day to the street president. Not just me, we are all street presidents, my people. Anybody, anyone out there making an impact and changing his environment for good, you are the street president, all right? You are the street president. Own it, own it up, all right? Uh, got Casey Okonkwo, Okonkwo tells, Hello, Gamisa. How you doing? I get about college. I say you stay on course, Ibrahim. Your diligence and business are impressively laudable. Well done. Oh, thank you, my dear. I get about college. I that is excellent statement of you. I totally appreciate it. All right. I mean, well, what can we but do? We have talked about a lot of things that we know that um, as creatives and as people that do what we do, we must consistently and continuously uh, do what we do and do it best. I'm always, uh, always uh, believing in that and working towards it. And Oga Keso Koroko says, hello, Street President, here with you. Okay, now guys, going back to our topic for today, I know we probably will be setting out immediately if you have not gone to all these parties for Independence Day yet. We're going to start on some major party later in the evening. But let's talk about our topic today. You know, um, you have your Facebook or Instagram account and you get all those likes and people comment on what you put out there. All right. Uh, the, the thing is, I think for a lot of people out there, we still haven't been uh, questioned ourselves on exactly how all of this, all of that of, uh, social media activity affects us as a creative person, even as, as people generally. How does it affect us? How does it put things in our pocket? All right. That's what we'll be looking at today, and we'll also answer a couple of questions. One of the things we'll look at is exactly what is classified as social, as social media. What does it mean? I mean, there are particularly platforms that you might not think fall under the social media category, but they are actually there. Then what can social media actually do for you? All right? I mean, then you ask questions, we get, okay, I get 5,000 likes, 100 likes, 200 likes. What does it really mean? to get all those likes. What does it mean exactly for you? Is likes all there is to it? How can you use social media to boost your sales as a creative person? I mean, how can you make more money with all these your social media posts? I mean, so you're, you're on Facebook every day of your life. Basically, everybody I know, I know some people can't get off Facebook. When they get off Facebook, like, basically, um, they have withdrawal symptoms when they get off Facebook or social media platform and all that. Okay, we'll be looking at that. Then how do you use it to get clients? Okay, and then which one of all of these platforms actually works best for you as an individual or as a business? All right, now in all situations, remember as always that creator die trying is a conversation. Uh, comments and contributions are constantly welcome. Uh, you can share your ideas, your thoughts, and even your own experiences as to how social media has actually helped you be a better creative person or actually build a better business and your brand. Okay, now the thing is, I was actually supposed to have a social media guest on the show today, but she couldn't be available. Perhaps we'll do a special one later on where we'll go into the in-depth, um, uh, what I call it now, throughout all the social media acronyms and jargons detail later. But what we're looking at immediately is to um, see how the likes and the comments and on all of these platforms, how you can use them immediately to your advantage. All right, I'm talking about things you can begin to do like right away once you look at social media in all its entirety. Okay, we'll look at that. So first, let's go. Let's look at what social media really means to us as individuals. What exactly does social media mean? What is it defined as? Social media actually is defined as websites and applications that enables users to create and share content or to participate in social networking. Let me take that again. 
uh, websites and applications that enable users to what? Create and share, create and share content and to participate in social networking basically relationship with other people in the society, okay? Then it's also further defined as a collection of online platforms and tools that people use to share content, profiles, opinions, insight, experiences, perspectives, and media itself. Media meaning the pictures and videos and GIFs and all of that, things that are audiovisual in, 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 in nature. Uh -huh. And then facilitating conversations and interactions online between groups of people okay while social networking is looked at the act of connecting with people in the society or in terms of social media as it means in the term of connecting on social media platforms so social networking now applies only to media or digital media that relates with uh social media okay now uh with that definition you can begin to look at things that would come in there. Now, this definition covers quite a lot of uh, applications out there, including these ones that are actually top 10 on the list of social media platforms and apps available in the world presently today. Believe it or not, number one is Facebook, okay? Number two, Twitter. Twitter is the next big thing or the next best thing after Facebook, it said. Then there's WhatsApp, number three, Instagram. There's YouTube, Google+, Plus, Pinterest, and Tumblr. Okay, these are the top, I mean, I listed eight now, I'm sure there are others out there, but these eight are among the top 10 of social media platforms available for us to use nowadays. So we have Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, WhatsApp, YouTube, Google+, Pinterest, and Tumblr. They are all there. So immediately you look at all of that. So um, you have probably heard of all the social media platforms. The question now comes, uh, how exactly do they help you? What exactly are they supposed to do for you? They were created for a purpose initially. What are these purposes? We have in the in the definition of what social media is, you might find a little bit of a purpose, but we'll expand it a little bit here. Social media is a collection of online platforms and tools that people use to share content, profiles, opinions, insights, experiences, perspectives, and media itself towards creating conversations and interactions between groups of people on the internet. That looks like the purpose for social media, but let's boil down those purposes in certain specific situations, okay? First, we'll look at um, what it can do for you. Social media can be used as a communication tool, all right? We have discussed aspects of communication about passing a message across from one end to the other. So you can use social media to communicate your ideas, your visions, your thoughts, your, your experiences, to the rest of the world. You can use to communicate with people away from where you are right now. Social, I mean, Facebook Messenger, Instagram, direct messages, and WhatsApp, and all that. You can reach people in places you have not reached. You can't even imagine reaching for years. And people can't communicate with you across all this um, uh, divide and millions and thousands of miles away from you as well. All right. Then at the core, these platforms are also used for social networking, not just in the digital frame, but in actual physical world, okay? You meet people on social media platforms towards building physical, actual relationships. So it can actually help you to create on-ground, physical, person-to-person -person relationships and networking that you probably would not have been able to do if you were walking on the streets with that same person. 
Say, for instance, um, there are people that you probably pass on the streets every day in your same area, and you don't know exactly what to do. Then you guys meet up on Facebook or on Instagram, or you like to post and comment about it, and then you say, oh, this is this. So what do you do? Where do you go? Oh, you live here on this street. I live on that street as well. And then you find that you're able to build a networking and interaction away from that digital platform into the real world. So social media can help you create physical person-to-person -person, uh, relationships as well. Then number three, product advertising. All right, you see a lot of this around. If you are not selling something on social media, somebody is selling something to you. So social media is also a platform used for product advertising, to put your product in people's faces. The idea behind advertising is to ensure as many people as possible get to interact, um, know, and actually experience your product even before buying it. So social media is one of the tools you can use to make that happen. Okay, then a lot of companies, large companies actually use this and then small companies work towards using this particular um, aspect of social media. Uh, customer direct interaction, okay? Now, as a big business or even as a business generally, uh, you don't get to have one-on-one -on -one conversations with your customers because if they have to reach you, they have to send an email and that falls into a pile of other emails that you get. Uh, as, as a corporate person, you might not have the time while you're in the office to go through each person's email one by one and answer them. But if you are on social media, you can use that platform to, to sound off ideas or even propose products and services of your intending customers. You can use it to type of surveys. You can use it to find out exactly what they feel about your company and your products. You can use social media to directly interact with your customers. All right? That's one of the purposes. And we have seen this happen a lot times and we are, we are still going to see more of it happen. Social media is a tool for campaigning. And I'm not just talking about political campaigning, it's about campaigning for a cause. Okay? So you can pick up a cause and then use social media because of its vast reach, because of how far it can get, because of the people you can talk to that you might never get to meet in real life. You can actually galvanize a group of people, a lot of people, towards a particular cause. Case in point, we have our bring back our girl, our girl situation that went completely, totally viral uh, on social media, which actually created, I think, um, the concept of viral uh, is all you need to know when you talk about campaigning. You create a campaign and then it goes viral for it. Like our M-Stars campaign as well became something interesting and everybody paid attention ultimately. So that is one of the things that can be useful. Then there's personal or corporate branding, okay? If you are an upstart company or a company that's already in the business of things and working towards things, you can use social media for the purpose of creating a personal or business brand. All right, what is a brand? We talked about it. It's a message, an idea communicated consistently over a period of time. So you can use social media for that purpose. Now, question comes up with that. So um, we know what this is supposed to be to be for. And as creative persons, I post up my work, people like it, I post up a page, I post up a picture of myself, I post up a picture of my dog or my family or something, and people like it. Exactly what does all those likes or those comments or the followers I'm gathering all over social media, what does it exactly mean to me? Or the retweets, these retweets, how does it affect me as an individual? Okay? And straight out I can tell you that I'm not an expert on the variety of things when it comes to the fact of exactly what those likes would do for you, but I can tell you almost immediately. Likes or followers are like gold. It's not really money so you can convince someone to part with it, to part with their cash for it, all right? It's like gold is beautiful, it's wonderful, it's gold, all right? It's valuable, you know the value. 
but it's not going to turn into actual cash for you until somebody is convinced to pay what you're demanding for it. So the value is obviously dependent on what somebody is willing to give for it. So what does exactly, uh, what, what does your likes mean exactly for you? You follow what, uh, the, you, uh, the follow that you get on Instagram or on Facebook or whatever, how does it translate to anything for you as a person? I mean, is it just all about um, what they call this thing? Uh, morale boosting, so you make put that drawing up and it got uh, 50 likes, so that means people are actually paying attention to you. You got 100 likes, that means people like me, that they like my work, that's good, I feel great that people like my work. Or does it mean more? Or can it mean more to you? Okay? Now, like gold, there's something you should notice almost immediately about um, uh, likes and comments and followers. You can be sold a fake. That means you can uh, actually be holding a dud. You see, this is what I mean. It is actually possible to buy likes, all right? How do you explain a situation where somebody has um, over 10,000 followers on Instagram and yet they post one thing and none of their posts go over 200 likes or anything, okay? So you have to wonder how if 10,000 people are actually following you, how come only 200 are able to actually uh, interact with that? From what I've discussed with people who are expert at these things, it is possible to actually buy followers. And these followers are actually not real. They are several accounts created by someone somewhere who just goes ahead and sells those accounts to them, to anybody that needs it to come and like your page. So it just opens all these accounts and begins to like and follow you, like and follow you with one person owning over 100 or 200 accounts, even 1,000 accounts, and then liking your page. So it looks like you have 1,000 likes or 2,000 likes, whereas it's just one person that is doing all of that. So that is possible, okay? Now, something else to consider almost immediately before you start thinking about your likes being the all-in-all -all for your creative uh, post or the post that you put out there. Not everybody that sees your post or pictures actually leaves a comment or a reaction, okay? You can see 60 likes, but that doesn't mean 60 people saw your posts, all right? It goes back to an argument some people were having a while back about um, uh, uh, YouTube and how YouTube pays for people with uh, a lot of viewers uh, on their posts. Why is it that somebody can get 50,000 views on a, on a video and get paid higher than somebody who got 1 million viewers on a video? Okay, there are a variety of things that go into that. It's not about how many people are viewing your video. It's often about who is willing to attach themselves to your video. That's a whole different matter entirely. YouTube pays you by advertising, okay? And advertisers determine which videos they want to attach themselves with because the videos might not reach who they are talking about. We'll get into that in terms of how to choose your audience later on, okay? Now, the other thing to look at, which um, I think our expert when they come into the show later on will tell us, is to look out more for reach as against likes or comments of followers. All right? When you post something up, there's something called the analytics part of your Facebook page or your Instagram page. You can actually check exactly what the details are about your posts in terms of who is seeing your post and who actually commented on your post or left a reaction to your post. So you should look out more for reach. And in Instagram particularly, I was particularly blown away when I realized that uh, if you check all those details, you get to find out if, okay, you have 50 likes, but about 500 people actually saw the post and only 50 left a reaction. Now, it depends on your goals as an individual. You will now know whether the reach is what you're looking for 
or the likes? Do you want them to react or do you just want them to see it? Okay, those are the questions you ultimately begin to ask yourself as you go on. Okay, the real thing is to see who is seeing your post, where they are seeing your post from, and exactly what platform they are. I mean, even sometimes in area, the areas where they are seeing your post from, you can get that and their age range. You'll be surprised at the fact that you can actually get the age range of people looking at your posts. Now, why does all this matter? It's all about choosing the right thing for you as an individual, as a creative person. If you are more into visual, if you are uh, a painter, if you're a sculptor, if you're a writer, which platforms actually work best for you? If you're even an engineer, which of these platforms will reach, uh, will get you the kind of things you are looking out for? I guess we should even talk about that first. We talk more about um, what exactly are you looking for, all right? Let's talk about something quickly. Which of these is the right one for you? All right, which of these social media posts we're talking about Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, WhatsApp, and that's the funny thing WhatsApp. How many people out there think that WhatsApp is a good social media platform? And at the first glance, I mean, it looks like a messaging service, and that's all there is about it. I can tell you from experience with that, IC Studios particularly, that WhatsApp has been a lifesaver for our business. Right, a, a long time ago it used to be a case of our team working with the team of our clients, and then there's several uh, issues of oh, we sent you an email, you didn't get that email, we sent you a message, you didn't get the message, and all of that. So, what did we do? Social media uh, uh, stepped in immediately. We created groups on WhatsApp for every project we work with. So, immediately, anything is sent, it is shared on the group that look, email has been sent. So everybody is aware that an email is sent, so everybody can follow up towards ensuring that the delivery is on time. So everybody's involved. You know how the situation happens in companies where the creative deals with the creative director at the beginning of the project. Then after a while, uh, the creative director refers them back to the accounting person, and then the creative has to change their account to get their money out. Now imagine if everybody is on the same platform, where uh, until that project is finished, until that payment is made, the creative can tell everybody, look, I've delivered this thing, my money hasn't been paid, and both the creative director and the accountant can see this, and their guy can see that and follow up on it afterward. You know, so it's actually um, a very uh, um, important platform for businesses, and I think if you are into business, WhatsApp can actually help you as a creative person. Um, also, in, in, in sending files and sharing this across board, WhatsApp has been of immense assistance to us at IC Studios here, I can tell you that immediately. Makes life completely easy. Okay, so now in choosing the right platform for yourself, which of this is right for you? There are questions you need. In fact, there's only one question you need to ask straight out. What are your social media goals? All right, I think a lot of us join Facebook, a lot of us are on Instagram or Twitter or whatever without exactly defining why we're on this page. All right, now I can tell you something, some guy like that a lot of people from, uh, that I've discussed with from, from uh, big executives to even upstart companies or people who are recruiting, tell me about uh, your social media activity, all right? Some things are looked at immediately as a plus for you on your social media platform, and they look as a negative for you on your social media platform. But it all boils down to that very question. What exactly are your social media goals as an individual or as a business. Oh, Dazi Jude is tuning in on Instagram, says, greetings boss, great talk, enjoying it. Thanks Dazi Jude. And then Adelax3, uh, Adela times three, I think, uh, is tuning in. Thanks very much for, for tuning in as well. Now, here's the thing almost immediately, guys. You have that question on, why are you thinking about it? If you have never thought about your goals for social media, please 
take a pen out at the end of the show and write it down. Write them all down, write everything down and be very specific about what those goals are. What exactly do you want to achieve on social media? There's a variety of things that comes up. Are you using it as a CV to search for a job? Are you using it to get notoriety? You don't want to be notorious, you know? You just want everybody to hear about this bad boy, bad girl somewhere who don't join bad gang with beer gang all over the place. Do you want notoriety? Do you want popularity? Do you want your name to be known? Do you want everybody to just know that you are there? Okay? Do you want to sell your products? Do you have uh, the need to get personal appreciation? You just want people to say, oh, fine girl, oh, fine girl, oh, you're looking, you're looking great. Oh, you're looking great. Is that what you want? Do you want motivation? Do you want to give motivation? Do you want to take motivation? Which one are you looking for? Do you want to uh, enact social impact? Are you looking for a way to actually change society? Do you hope to use social media to impact people around you? Or are you just out there to look for controversy? And I can tell you that a lot of people out there are always are, are doing the same thing. They just want to cause trouble at any point. Then they'll post something up just to create controversy. They just want people to start talking about something, no matter what it is. Okay? So you determine that. Or somehow, as a business, your sales are falling and you, your goal for opening that social media page is to boost your sales. All right, or you want better customer relationship, or you just want to expand your office. You know, um, you you have this small office, but you can actually expand it on digital frontier by opening up social media pages to have uh, uh, to have as an extension of your office. I mean, people can call your office to make orders for things, but can they not reach you on social media to actually order for those things? You might want to talk about that, and then brand extension process, whether it's personal or corporate. Are you trying to extend your brand? Okay, maybe you have been known as an old company and then you don't want to extend it beyond that and go into being a, a forward-thinking, upbeat, chic, a modern brand. Is that what you're trying to achieve? So that question is critical. What exactly are your social media goals? That will determine which of the platforms actually work for you. I can tell you immediately about some platforms and how, um, which areas they actually work for. Uh, for instance, Snapchat, Facebook, and um, Instagram. So if you have Snapchat, we have quite a larger percentage of people using Snapchat. Uh, in certain countries, we have over 60% of, of uh, social media users are using um, Snapchat, okay? Now, um, over 100 million users worldwide um, viewing their content on Snapchat 30 minutes every day. And like every day, they're always looking at Snapchat for at least the smallest, smallest, smallest point, 30 minutes in the day. All right. Now, that simply means that um, something else about Snapchat is working for millennials. You know why it is actually a good platform for millennials is because Snapchat has a larger percentage of its users under the age of 24. Okay, so if you are reaching, if you are trying to reach millennials, if your goal as a business is to target millennials, the best place to reach them might be on Snapchat because over 60% of the users on Snapchat presently are under the age of 24. So if you're looking to sell products of people under 24, you want to sell artwork, you want to sell writing, you want to sell programs or projects, or even motivation to people under 24, Snapchat might be the best way to go. Now, Facebook, okay? Now, ages between 24 and 25 uh, of people uh, make up up to 32% of Facebook users, people between the ages of 25 and 54, okay? Now, um, the, the, the percentage of people that are younger 
like between 18 and 24. I know in Nigeria we have some 13 year olds already on Facebook, but we're not going to talk about it. That's underage usage. They shouldn't be anywhere near there. But we have a larger percentage of people in the 25 to 24 age range. Okay, so these people check their Facebook page on a regular basis. Okay, and they are always there. So if you are looking to reach people that are older, maybe people that are in their that just finished school or in universities or are looking at people that already have jobs, are already in jobs for a long while, people who have time to spend in front of a computer, who have no choice but to be in front of a computer at any point of the day, or use their phone a lot regularly for business calls for other things, these are the people that you can target. People who possibly may have more money to spend than the millennials of the Snapchat area. It depends on you as a business and as a person who are you trying to reach. Now, Instagram has over 500 million active users who are using the app presently, okay? Now, 59% of those check that app every single day, as like every day of the week, of the year, 59% of the 500 million, that is like well over 250 million people look at their Instagram pages every day, okay? Now, uh, Instagram determines exactly which one works up, uh, which images comes up, and how it does. But this means there are people, a lot of people are using that. And Instagram goes more into the ages of that 24 upwards as well. And it, it goes further down a little bit. You have a lot more people from the ages of 18, 19 on Instagram going up to it. Don't get all the way to 54, like Facebook. More people, almost as if Instagram is a blend of the older people and the millennials, like somewhere in between, like a sweet spot between um, uh, what Snapchat does and what Facebook does. Instagram just fits right in there, perhaps because Instagram is a photo-based app where a lot more of it is about visuals and what people see. Okay, so I also want to look at Pinterest, and Pinterest, by virtue of what it is, for the two percent of people uh, using Pinterest are actually female. All right, and they are between the ages of 18 and 49. Largely, that's a gold mine market for people who want to reach women. Okay, so if you have products that we want to use to target women specifically, Pinterest might be the best social platform for you to work at. Now, all of that doesn't even go anything. That answering that question first that says, what exactly are social media goals is key. And let's look at ways in which you can set that goals for you as a creative person towards ensuring that your social media presence is not just all about you posting selfies up. I've had people, employers who have told me that um, checking people's pages and uh, someone who says hi to them on Facebook and they're looking for a job or whatever, and then they check that person's profile page and on the entire picture profile, all they see is that person's selfies or pictures at parties or picture with drinks or picture with just them doing nothing but just lazing about and posing to take pictures. Unless you're applying for a job as a model, that profile will not do you well, okay? So you need to look at setting up a social media page that can actually reflect your target and goals as a person. So how do you set your goals? First, set SMART goals. That's SMART as in S-M-A-R-T goals. The concept has been around for a while to set up a SMART goal. So this is what SMART means, S-M-A-R-T. First, set your goals that are specific. Set goals that are specific, all right? What exactly do you want? Be specific about that goal. I want to achieve 2,000 followers on Instagram in the next one year. I want to reach out to uh, ages between 24 and, eight and 35 within the next one year. 
be very specific about the goals you're trying to achieve on social media. Then number two of the, of the smart thing, S is um, specific, M is measurable. Make that goal measurable. Make, make it something that you can actually over, that's why we even put the year in that one that you, you're talking about from the beginning. When you have a specific goal that has a year attached or a number of months attached, you can actually measure it, okay? So make sure your goal is measurable, make it achievable, relevant, and bound to time okay so make sure it is specific measurable um what the other word again achievable relevant and time bound smart s-m-a-r-t that's i'll take it again uh, specific measurable achievable don't set a goals that is not achievable okay so that's it again um, uh, specific measurable achievable relevant and time bound these things will ensure that you're able to achieve your goals if you can keep your goals smart, all right? Make sure you set goals that are uh, specific, measurable, achievable, relevant, and time-bound. Number two, identify your audience. Once you know your goals, once you know what you want to achieve at the end of the now, identify your audience. Where are they? Okay? When somebody asks you what, who your audience is on social media, don't say everyone. That's not an audience. Everyone means nobody specifically. Make sure you keep it specific. Oh, I want to reach people in schools. Or I want to reach teenagers. Or I want to reach uh, people in universities. I want to reach the workforce. I want to reach a market woman. I want to reach the drivers. I want to reach. Be specific about that. Identify your audience. Know exactly who they are, where they are, what they do. Okay, and then by the time you identify them, it'll be easier to find out which social media sites they are active on. Okay, now by even knowing who your audience is, certain things will become immediately clear for you in what you do with social media. First, you will know which social media site you need to be active on. Okay, by the time you know where your customers are, when you, when you, when you know where your intended target audience is, you know exactly which one you should work in. So, you want to target market women, are they on any social media platform? Anybody, <laughs> okay. Now you want to target some people uh, in schools or you want to target workers in a particular sector, where are they on? Okay, should you be on LinkedIn? Should you be on Facebook? Should you be on YouTube? Should you be on, on Google Plus? All right, find out exactly where your audience is. Then to also help you determine your posting schedule. In case you haven't heard that word before, that phrase before, please go learn about it, your posting schedule. You should have a posting schedule. Any social media person will tell you that immediately out there that if you are going to keep posting on social media, you can't, you can't just be posting haphazardly. You should have a posting schedule. Do you post only in the morning? Do you post only in the afternoon? Do you post only at night? Do you post more on Monday than you do on Friday? Do you post social things every day of the week or during particular days of the week? When do you post what? And what time windows do you post those things up? You need to develop a posting schedule and knowing your audience will help you do that. Okay? Uh, to also help you determine the type of content you want to publish. All right? At least when you know the people you are targeting, you know what to avoid. You know what they don't want to hear so that you don't post that up and then model up your entire communication channels with them. You know the worst thing you can do as a person communicating, and that's what we do as creative persons out there. You're communicating your ideas, either visually or literally or in drama or whatever. You're communicating your ideas. If you are communicating and somewhere along the line you cut it off to resume by inserting something that doesn't belong in that communication chain in there, you will disrupt your flow. Okay? That will help you determine the type of content you publish and this other one a lot of people don't think about uh, knowing your audience will help you determine your brand voice 
if you haven't heard about a brand voice before, let me give you a quick um, uh, uh, take on that. Your brand voice is the way you speak with your audience. All right. Now you might think, ah, wait, it's not video that I'm doing or radio now. How do you determine a brand voice in uh, writing things up on social media? Okay. Well, for those who write, writers will tell you that immediately that that cannot be um, even determined. Your brand voice can be in any form, whether even in color or just words or in video or anything. Your brand voice is how people perceive you. If you use all caps to write something, people say you're shouting. If you don't put capital letters where you're supposed to put it, people don't think you know how to write well. Okay? Now, do you say, for instance, oh, welcome to Creator Die Trying, or good evening, ladies and gentlemen, you're welcome to Creator Die Trying. Those are two very distinct voices. Okay, one is fun and upbeat, the other one is completely serious and taking creativity on a different level. So it, it's helpful to determine your voice. Are you going to go ahead in Queen's English? Are you going to go ahead in a mixture of English? Are you going to go all Yoruba or Pigeon or all Igbo or all Hausa in your communication? What voice would you use in communicating with your audience? Knowing them is the best way to find that out. Okay? And then it also helps you to determine the information you put in your profile. Okay, a lot of us um, we want to write some things up, and I see a lot of things on Instagram. Uh, people say, Oh, I'm a lover, I'm a this, I'm a that, and I'm an all our fun girl on Facebook or on Instagram. You put that up as your profile description of who you are. Now, it depends on who you're trying to reach and what your goal is. If your goal is to get as many boys to uh, click like on your picture, as many girls to drool over your chests and all of that, it's okay to describe yourself as an all-out workout guy that builds his muscles and everything. You can do that. But if your audience is people in businesses that they are trying to sell your services to, you might want to put up a profile that actually speaks more about what you have to offer as an individual or as a business. So that at one glance at your profile, your audience knows that they have found the right person to get things done. All right. Jimmy King on Instagram says, hello, Jimmy. Thanks for tuning in. Uprising. Happy Independence Day, my people. Thank you guys for tuning in there. I appreciate you. Now, moving on. Now, um, there's quite a lot of things out there in terms of that. So please, it's important for you to understand where your audiences are, who they are, and what they want from you to help you determine a lot of things. And number three, all right, we said number one, set your goals and make sure they are smart. Number two, know your audience. Number three here, be human. Are you hearing that? Be human. One of the worst mistakes people make on social media is coming off as a faceless corporation with zero personality. All right, uh, my social media person here at IC Studios, uh, uh, she's in charge of all our social media communications, says that people follow people. People buy people, people listen to people. I got that from her and it's actually completely true. Okay, uh, people don't just buy uh, from a company that doesn't really see them as human beings or even talks to people like they don't really have a face or they don't have human beings working at the company. The mistake, the mistake you can make is to think that you can talk uh, like a faceless company or brand on Facebook that people don't look at it. I can tell you this immediately. Sure, I get likes when I post up my drawings and that, guess what other thing uh, gets a lot more likes for my post on social media. It's whenever I post up pictures that shows that I'm human, after all, I can have a family and kids. Would you believe it? 
You know, so I get a lot more attention when those happens. Quite a lot of people were like, oh, yeah, children. Oh, oh, this is nice. This is fine. It just showed you something. Your humanity side is what people will pay attention to a lot more than the fact that you're selling them a product. Okay, people just don't want to know that you're excellently good at what you do. They want to know that you are also human, that they can actually uh, call on you for, for friendship, call on you for even regular human talk besides only business. Do you think it's okay when somebody says, hey, how are you doing there? And you're like, good afternoon. How may I serve you today? I mean, like seriously, it, it just throws people off immediately. Like, oh, wait, 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 wait. As much as I want to do business with you, I want to know that we can actually work as human beings and I can talk as human beings, all right? Now, it's one thing I try to establish and then one thing we build here at ICJUS consistently. We have a human face in everything we do. In other words, when we enter any kind of relationship with any of our clients, the first thing we try to do is establish whether we can be uh, human with each other. Can we talk about things plainly without having to just be all, oh, yeah, good morning. Okay, we got your brief. Yeah, we'll deliver. This is your cost. All right, you send the money and everything is fine. No, it can't all be about that. We must be human. So you need to be able to deal with people on a personal level. Consider that very, it's a very big one and a big issue to your post. Do not come up as a faceless corporation or individual on Facebook. Okay? Uh, I mean, there's a, a statement here about many brand crack jokes are not uh, afraid to talk to their followers. You know, a lot of brands out there are beginning to understand, look, you should be able to put up a joke once in a while on your Facebook page or to just uh, create something to just make people laugh for any reason, just to show that, hey, 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 we're not all stuck up with ties in our offices and always looking around like the world is about to end tomorrow morning. We know how to have fun as well and we can relate with you as humans. So be human. That is number three. Number four, this cannot be overemphasized enough. We've talked about it even as a separate issue on, on, on this show on Crazy Dietrich. But we must understand this number four's importance. Number four, seek relationships, not just followers. I don't know if I'm getting that. Seek relationships, not just followers. All right? A lot of people post out there with the thought of just, okay, how many followers do I get? How many followers do I get? The people that are already following you, how are you building on those people? The people that are already commenting and liking what you do, are you communicating with them? Do people go all out to make comments about what you're saying and you don't even take a few minutes or a few seconds to actually reply to them or like what they are saying or let them know that you appreciate the fact that they are actually following you or seeing what you're doing and liking it? Okay, are you interacting? Or are you operating a top-down uh, relationship with uh, your, your followers or potential customers? That's what they are, all right? These are potentially the people that you will need to actually boost your business. So don't operate that, you know, my followers kind of situation with them. Operate, it's a relationship. Hey guys, you're following me, thank you very much. So how can I help you, how can we be friends? What can I do for you today, all right? We'll focus more on building relationships, not just followers, okay? Now, uh, your follower count might not be anything, but your relationship count would actually go a long way than your follower count. If you have 5,000 people and you're able to build um, a relationship with all 5,000, well, you must be awesome completely. So what is important really, is not whether you have 5,000 followers or likes, is the 10 that you, that you have, the 50, the 100. What kind of relationship do you have with those people? Okay, um, having 100 followers who regularly engage with you and your content is infinitely more valuable than 10,000 followers who ignore you. That's what we said earlier, like if you have 10,000 followers, but only 100 or 200 actually consistently, repeatedly follow you up on social media. 
those hundred are your most valuable followers. Every other person might just not be. So build a relationship more with those hundred than looking to get more than 10,000 followers. It all boils down to setting your goals. Now, this is another thing. Number five here, create an editorial calendar. How many times do you set aside in the week to ensure that um, you have a regular posting schedule on social media? Okay, do you determine how what to do on social media per month? Um, it's not it's not as if I mean a lot of people even see this as wrong. Like, you know what, it's social media now. I should be spontaneous about it. If I feel like something, I should post it up when I feel like it. Actually, that's not going to help in the long run because if you feel you post only what you feel like every time you feel like it, you might end up posting something that you feel like doing it now. But after you post it, you realize that you shouldn't have posted it. And then it becomes a brand salvage situation where you're trying very hard to take it back and you probably can't take it back. All right? So it, you need to create a deliberate editorial calendar for updating your social media profiles and posts. Okay? That is a good at creating your own posting schedule. Okay? So it is extremely important to create a schedule. So you don't think it's all about the biggest brands who already have. In fact, I'm sure there are even apps and structures out there where you can create uh, posts ahead and then they will be sent out and posted in a particular period and not to forget um, uh, getting the social media manager to actually take on that thing yourself. Well, let's even look at that. Let's leave at that. Even if you can't get a social media manager, you yourself can actually create your own editorial or posting schedule. All right, look at that. And it's good for you to stick to that posting schedule. Let me give you an example of why sticking to the posting schedule helps you. Uh, see how it's impacted on Facebook. If I post something now, and then five minutes later, I post something else, or I change my profile picture. What happens is my profile picture becomes the most visible thing on my page, not that last night, not the thing that I posted previously. So without giving timeline for the first one I posted, to get traction, I will have driven away attention from that into the next one. Okay, so a posting schedule, for instance, allows you not to counteract your own efforts on your own page. So you could, you post out, you send out a post about a product you are trying to sell on your social media page, and it's good. And immediately one hour later, you are posting something about a cat you saw just now, or a video that you just shot, and you are sharing that, and it becomes the most prominent image on your page rather than that product you are trying to sell. You are undercutting your own self by your own irregular posting. So it's important to understand how what you post affects what you post, and hence create a posting schedule for that effect. Take that around. Now, there are some other um, posting stuff here, I think. Okay, we got a lot of all that in there. So let's look at the five things you need to um, consider in creating the best use for your social media as a creative person in whatever area of creativity you are operating in okay first and foremost you must create and set your smart goals for social media what exactly are your goals for social media set those goals make sure they are specific measurable achievable relevant and time bound that's number one make sure you have specific goals specific smart goals for social media number two know your audience find out everything you can about the people you're trying to target on social media and know them well number three uh, i think uh, be human that'll be it 
be human put up a human face at all times make sure that your post is not just about your product your post is not just about you um uh, selling it don't don't put it on because i'm just trying to sell a product make it more human let them be able to relate with you which brings us to number four create relationships not just followers don't seek for followers only seek relationships all right Look for people you can build long-term relationships with, even as regular followers. It's better to have loyal fans than to have a large amount of fans who will switch on you in a second. All right? As a musician, as an artist, as a, as a comic book person or whatever, it's not about the 500 million people who will see your comic book or your book or your painting or your song or anything once and then move on to other things. It's about those 1 million that will consistently, no matter what, come to buy your product or even look at it only people who attend every show people who look at every book you have people who try to buy every comic and read everything you can put out people who will try to ensure they see or attend all your exhibitions at any point in time those are the ones you should build your relationships with okay so seek relationships not just followers then number five create a posting schedule that cannot be overemphasized understand the importance of pacing out what you post and post it to get the impact. And above all that, once you have all those five things there, remember, don't just look at the likes. Get to look at the details behind the likes. All right? Find out the reach for your postings. Okay, guys? Now, like I said, we are going to get a lot more in-depth on this. I know there's a lot more about social media that is a lot, particularly a lot more technical than what we've just looked at now, but what we have looked at will help us as individuals and creative persons use our social media immediately better. We can now begin to go in-depth in a different show later on. So if you're just tuning in right now and you missed a lot of things we talked about earlier, you can uh, watch this video on my page after, or you can download the podcast and listen to it on www.anchorfm tomorrow. And if you want a piece of this shirt I'm wearing, people, if for some reason you want to wear the streets president, can you see that on Facebook? Yes. I see that. Yeah, that's the shirt. If you want uh, a piece of this, yeah, yeah, there's a number on the advertiser. You can call this number right now to be put on the comments page 0708452 We are already getting a lot of calls about this. See, it's important, guys, for you to know that this is not essentially just about selling t shirts. The first thing is to know that we are the street presidents of Nigeria. See, we make this country what it is. It is not the landmass that makes it what it is. It's not just in quote geographical entity that is Nigeria. We are the people. We are the presidents of Nigeria. We are the streets presidents. Okay, guys, thanks again for tuning in on Instagram. Thank you much for tuning in, guys. And Pastor Bankole just tuned in. Is that Pastor Bankole Sunday? Ah, Maoga. Thank you for tuning in the Pastor Bankale. Although you are coming towards the tail end of the show, thank you very much again for tuning in. I hope to see you guys next week. Happy Independence Day again. Remember, guys, we make this country. I cannot overemphasize it enough. It is not the government somewhere. It is not the landmass. It is not some uh, political movements or whatever that out there that makes a difference. Our destiny is in our hands, and we are Nigeria. We are the ones that can make this thing happen. So until I see you again next week, guys, remember to always create or die trying. Happy Independence Day, Nigeria. Street President out.